Is your business stuck in one spot struggling to grow? Our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator at winninggym.com slash grow has your back. Sign up now for easy wins, no more struggle, just straight growth. You've got this. Now let's head on back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast, delivering the knowledge in all things fitness business. We help gym owners win. Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Exton. All right. Welcome back to the Built to Grow podcast. I'm your host, Tim Lyons, in the studio for episode 400 of the Built to Grow podcast. Hit the hit the applause. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Joined, as always, by Randy Inkson. What's up, buddy? Hey, congrats. Congratulations to you. You know, um, <laughs> when we first started this show, I guess, what year was it? I don't know. <laughs> I, I could not keep track if I tried. You know, two and we, a half, three years ago. Yeah, the the you know Ryan Helms, who's yeah. Legacy Podcasting, he'll be a sponsor at a Grow Summit. He was like, hey, you know what, you know, you guys are keep you know keep the pace, blah blah. blah. And then we got into like twenty five episodes. He's like, you know, the average podcast stops at seven episodes. I was like, oh, we got that beat. Oh yeah, no worries there. And here we are today. But uh, well, thank you guys. We wouldn't be doing this show. If it wasn't for all the feedback we get, we hear it all the time, guys. Thank you know, there'll be a post in our group. Hey, thank you for this episode, or you really hit it on this one, or I have a question on this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just really appreciate you guys listening in and, and following along and, and helping us kind of drive the mission forward, which is to help you win. Right? Correct. If you're if you're listening to the show, it's because you're a gym owner. It's all about helping you win. Um, and and so we appreciate you guys, and we're excited to to get into another one, another mm-hmm. another, you know, this isn't a season. I guess it's twenty three, but we're like we're just continuing these on. Yeah, yeah, and this this is a perfect example. I mean, we pulled the uh, our business talk group on Facebook is on what they wanted to hear for episode four hundred, and today's episode is going to be just that. So yeah, yeah, for for whatever reason, like episode fifty, a hundred, one fifty, two hundred, you know, we try to do like a bigger show, a more prevalent topic. We kind of, you know, so if you go back, if you want to listen to some some of our harder hitting episodes, they're on the number. You're on the yeah. zero, right? Fifty yeah. or a hundred or whatever. So this episode, guys, uh, you know, this came from the group, like Randy said, and it was really about, hey, you know, I'm I'm in a in a flux in my business. I, I feel like I'm want to start to remove myself. I feel like I'm chained to it. I feel like I want to do other things. Um, and I and I know this feeling really well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we get into these businesses as an entrepreneur, you know, it's like you don't always have the exit plan. And, you know, I think one of my earliest mentors, like whenever you start a business, you should start with the exit plan first. Yeah. And especially in a partnership, right? If you're going to get in, in, in into a partnership with somebody else, you need to talk about when you guys are, everything's still on good terms, talk about what happens if I want out of the business, you want out of the business. Uh, you know, what does that look like? And you do that up front. So then if the time comes, it may never that you know what to do, right? It's mm-hmm. already been written out. This mm-hmm. is the plan. So um, I think a lot of us get in these gyms, we build gyms and we think, you know, this is the end goal. The The end goal is the gym. Yeah. And, and for some it is, and for some it is, and I and I think that's great. Um, you can afford a nice lifestyle if you run a great operation and have high profit margins. 
me personally, I don't think one gym's going to get you to the finish line of life. I just yeah. don't. Um, and I've told the Iron Circle this. I've told uh, many people in, that I trust, you know, in this. I think, you know, one one's great. It's not going to make you wealthy. You'll have a nice lifestyle. But I personally would want more. Yeah. And I do. And, and so... So that, that brings the topic up like, hey, you know, if you're in your business every day, you can't do anything else. Mm -hmm. the, the, the business relies on you. And so if you go back way, way back, and it may even be in the first three episodes we've ever did, we talked about the cash flow quadrant. It was the book from Robert Kiyosaki that changed my mindset. I'm like, hey, what are we really doing here mm -hmm. in business? And, I, you know, if you haven't heard this uh, on this episode 50 times by now, I'm just going to explain it really quickly. So anybody listening for the first time can understand what we're coming from in the cash flow quadrant you you have a you know four quadrants picture a piece of paper with a big T on it right top left bottom left top right bottom right uh, quadrants and in in each one of these quadrants it's 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 your relationship with how you earn money correct right so yep. it, it, you know this is this is the everybody in life fits into one of these buckets unless you're a trust fund baby and you just get money I mean, maybe, <laughs> I guess, maybe yeah. that maybe that person doesn't <laughs> you just live on skip the quadrants enti entirely i mean sure. just money shows up or right. you never you know or you never earn an income in any way i guess it would be yeah. the other end of the spectrum yeah. right you just so so we'll get into these really quickly on the top left of the quadrant if you picture you know a t on a you know on a piece of paper on the top left you have the letter e e stands for employee you go to work you get paid for a job and you go home and typically the 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 I guess the limits of your earning potential live within the job, yeah. right? You, you, you know, sometimes the harder you work, get a bonus or something like that, but you, you're, you're trading uh, time technically or, or services for, for a paycheck. Yeah. The exchange of that value. Yeah. Yep. And I would tell you this, the most of America or the world lives in this quadrant and, and it's totally fine. It's not like you, if you're there, it's bad. Yeah. It's just, that's the, that's the physical thing. That's the way you make money. It, and you know my my parents my dad mm -hmm. my dad lived in all of these quadrants at one time but now he's back in the e quadrant like your 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 yeah. your uh, mom was in the e my sisters in the e you know in, in a lot of our family members and a lot of people that go to your gym are living in the e and they'll live and die in the e and that's it and that's okay um, but there's more especially to you listening the gym owners listening you're like hey. I'm not an employee. What what am I? So if you go down to the bottom left of the corner, you have SE. SE stands for self-employed. You may own a business on paper, the LLC, or you might have the sign on the door, but in order for that business to earn revenue, it requires you, the owner's input and labor in, in, in the operation. Yep. Yep. If you were to remove yourself, and that's a stress test sometimes we yeah. would do, if you were to leave for four weeks, could the business run and grow? Most of gym owners out there, at least the ones we talk to, micro gyms, mom and pop gyms, this is where they live. Yeah, the majority of our clients, sure. And in <clears throat> their head, they've always felt, I own a business, but essentially you own a job, job right? Yeah. Think about this. If you're, if you're in the day-to-day -day of your operations, if you do sales or training or do programming or any of that stuff that keeps the business moving forward in operation, you're self-employed and again yeah. <laughs> none of these are good or bad it's yeah. just this is the reality and so you know you're self-employed you if you if you were to leave for four weeks you probably fall apart you're, you're living here now in the top right you have bo which is you know not body odor but <laughs> business owner a business owner person 
owns the business. The business owns the systems that run the business. Correct. So again, removing you as the owner of the business, it's not going to affect the day-to-day operations of the business. It's going to flow. It's going to work with, with or without you there. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of the people we work with in our accelerator program want to go from self-employed into business owner quadrant. And why wouldn't they? Mm-hmm. When you move up into the top right corner as a business owner, you you gain one major thing back, and it's time. 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 You have time to do other things or do nothing if you wanted to, right? But you would think if somebody's worked that hard to get to a business owner, they're not going to just go and sit at home and watch. <laughs> Kick watch, their feet up. Yeah. yeah, watch Netflix all day. Then in the bottom right-hand corner, you have the letter I, which stands for investor. Investor, somebody's made money in maybe any one of those other three quadrants, and they put that money to work that then becomes maybe uh, passive income mm-hmm. or lifestyle income or you know there's some people that could be in multiple quadrants at the same time there's some people can be in all four quadrants at the same time if you think about it yep so you could be in the e and the i at the same time you could every every dollar that you go and make and as an employee you go and invest it and then you have two forms of growing which is cool right Mm -hmm. and and you should you should live in all kind of all of these at all times i I would think and so now that that's kind of clear most most of you either have heard yet, but but if somebody's hearing for that for the first time, you, you get a lot aha. Yeah, you get a lot of ahas yeah. right here, right? And like, okay, so so the the big kind of topic question is like, how do I get out of that self employed and get into this business owner role so I can remove myself from the business? And there's a lot of steps to this. Um, there's some books we're going to recommend at the end of the show that you guys can go jump on and read. But there's this is something I've done personally. Yeah. Like I've gotten myself out of the gym business or, or technically out of the day-to-day operations of the gym business. And I've become a business owner on the gym. Mm-hmm. You know, True. The gym does not require me to be here. It does not require me to, to train anybody or, or make sales. And I think the, the quintessential picture of what a business owner is, is what I do here. You go in, you talk to a couple people, you shake hands, you talk to the clients and then you leave. Yeah. Yeah. And, and to, to many of you listening, like, that's a dream. Mm-hmm. If I could just do that, Tim, this is, this is my life. Is, if I could is get com- paid to do that. <laughs> yeah. My life is complete. Yeah. And, and Hey, you know what? You can. Absolutely. You can. And so, so, this is the, uh, I guess there's phases of entrepreneurship, and this is the one right in the middle where you're in the, you don't know how to get out, right? Yeah. And because you've built this business around you as the gym owner, you've designed it to not let you out. Yeah. And that's, that's something you could change today. Hey, are you a gym owner whose business is in full swing, pulling in at least steady 30K or more per month, and now you're ready to ask yourself, what is next? Well, The Iron Circle is ready to show you that path forward. As a part of our exclusive community, you'll be surrounded by like-minded, success-driven gym owners just like you who are taking their businesses to the next level. Visit our website, ironcircle.net, to apply to be a part of the next Iron Circle group and let us turn your successful gym into a thriving fitness legacy. All right, let's get back to the show. Yeah, and that's, that's a common one. A lot of people build themselves so deep into the business for so many reasons and i'm sure we'll get into a lot of those but that is 
probably the the situation we find most individuals that, that want to make that ascension into the business owner role. They, have, they don't realize how deep they've put themselves into, they've become the systems, they've become the, mm-hmm. the job themselves, the delivery of the service themselves so much that reeling that back is a big hurdle. There's a, there's a ton of mindset that goes into this, this particular problem that you find yourself in. And, you know, I'll let you chime in on them, but, but there's two camps when it comes to, I guess, business owners or entrepreneurs is a buzzword, right? The, the camp on the left is like hustle, grind, get it done 24 seven, no days off on the left hand. And the other side of it is, you know, Hey, work to create this flows and have a balance and have, you know, this kind of steady eddy life and everything's good over here, but everything's running great. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're opposites because the guy on the right camp would look at the person hustling and grinding and be like, yeah, that's cool. That just means you're not doing it right. Yeah. yeah you're working too hard because you didn't set up that. That means you're not doing it right. You're not, you didn't set the things up right. You're actually worse off than anybody else. Mm-hmm. And then the person on the, that camp is looking at the guy that's steady Eddie over here and saying, that guy doesn't work hard enough. He'll never make it. You know, like if you want to get, if you want to get to the end goal, you better grind. Right. Yeah. And so you find yourself in one of those two camps. I've always found myself in the grind camp. Yeah. Which is, it, it, which, I think it's a spectrum for sure. Yeah. Total big Absolutely. spectrum. Yeah. yeah. Cause you do. I mean, and ultimately you kind of want to find yourself somewhere in the middle. Sure. Um, <clears throat> another, like a great, I was, I was just heard it on, I think Andy Frisella was talking about it, it was uh, aggressive patience. And it's kind of the middle ground there, right? Because you got the one camp over there that's like everything that I desire is coming to me. I don't have to, you know, worry about it. It's it, it, the the path is laid and it's it's coming, right? The the hyper manifestations and the oh, you know guy, like all yeah, the way well yeah. all the way down that spectrum, right? And then you've got the guy over there who wants to control every opportunity and take every opportunity and every action that's possible. And you know, there's there's a detriment to both sides of that, right? Mm-hmm. It's a blessing and a curse type situation one end you're not getting the results as fast as you know it's possible um or maybe at all because it's idealistic to some degree you have to take the actions you know to get the result but then the other end is like you can absolutely pound your head against the wall thinking you're doing the right things or taking every opportunity and just outwork or um like burn yourself out you know what i mean get get to the point where why am i doing all of this without any realization of like it's going to take time you know, some things do take time. And that's where the, the middle ground, that aggressive patience comes in. You know that it's going to take time, but you're still taking every opportunity and every chance that you have oh, as yeah. it presents itself and yeah. continue moving the, the, the needle or the ball forward. Yeah. And so, yeah, within that spectrum, you got to find where do you want to be in that? And, you know, making sure that when that opportunity presents itself, you're walking, you know, you're kicking those doors open and, and still moving forward. That's huge. Definitely. Yeah. You don't want to just sit on your, on your thumbs and you definitely don't want to like just work to work. So there's, there's two different ends of the spectrum. Now, you know, the, the definition of entrepreneur in the classic term is, is totally different than maybe what some of the authors that we're reading are talking about. The, the, the one uh, author I'm talking about is uh, Mike Michalowicz uh, yeah. in the book Clockwork. Guys, if you're, if you, if you're finding yourself in this position, Clockwork would be a great book because this talks about all about, you know, the, the role of the entrepreneur is mm-hmm. to create jobs, not to do the jobs. There you go. So once he found himself in that position, it's like, okay, well, wait a minute, I'm doing everything. It's not my job or my 
role to make to to do the jobs is to create the jobs. And if you think about it that way, whoa, wait a minute, that makes sense. So if you create all of your workflows to go through you, you you have created yourself a job. You'll live in the self-employed quadrant for the rest of your life because it has to go through you. But if you create the workflows to go through your team. You empower them to make decisions on behalf of the end goal of the business, and they have the best interest of the business in mind. You'll find yourself being able to remove yourself a lot faster. Well, let's relate that to the fitness business, or the you know the actual position that a lot of you gym owners are in. Is it the programming that that has to go through you? Is it the actual servicing of the client and the training has to be done? You know, how many people? If you find yourself in that camp where you you truly believe that your membership base wants to train with you and only you not your other trainers and things like that that's a problem guys not a benefit like Work, you need, the workflow has to go through you yeah exactly right. you're for you're the linchpin in that growth right like you, it has to happen on your control time energy effort whatever it may be you are building yourself into that business mm -hmm. forcing yourself to have to be there and not put yourself in a who not how situation and that's ideally where you know mike's saying that you should be you should be looking for the the players to fulfill the roles that your business, you know, needs, not how do I go do all of this for my business? Yeah, and I'm thinking about a friend of ours, Tommy John, and, and yeah. you know, he's, mm -hmm. he's opening up a gym right now. He's in a perfect position to create the workflows to go through his team versus Absolutely. him. So maybe he has oversight of how to do the, the roles, but somebody else is doing the roles. Mm -hmm. and, and that's the way it should be. And if you create that kind of environment, that, that culture, you'll find yourself in that business owner role really, really quickly. Well, and that's where, you know, SOPs or standard operating procedures, processes, systems that, I mean, these are the things that we talk about all the time that I think some of it's kind of um, nuance or lost White sometimes. Noise. White noise. Exactly, right? Like it's not sexy when we talk about systems because most people are like, oh, that's just well, it's software or automation or a process in my gym. Like it's not fun until you find out that that is exactly what has to happen yes. in order for you to get your time back, in order for you to be able to put that de uh, designation or that, that role on somebody else, not on your shoulders, forcing you to have to do that work. That is sexy as hell. Hey, 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 Tim Lyons here. Look, I know running a gym day in and day out can be a challenge. It's often hectic and stressful, but remember, you are not alone. And if you ever feel weighed down by the pressure and you're searching for a lifeline, we've got just the thing. I would love to invite you to our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program at winninggym.com slash grow. Listen, it's designed to give you tangible results. It transforms your struggle into sustainable growth, and it is a game changer for so many gym owners out there. Again, that's winninggym.com slash grow. Check it out, and let's turn those day-to-day -day challenges into triumphs. All right, now let's get back to the show. Yes. And one thing we have to understand is there's plenty of people out there that would love to just be in that employee role for the rest of their life. And they're happy. There's correct. In fact, there's worker bees all over the, that's what, that's what makes the world go around. Not everybody's an entrepreneur. In fact, there's people that look at us like, hell no, I don't want to do none of Absolutely. that. I don't want to do anything to do with what that guy's doing. They would yep. rather clock in, clock out, shut their brain off at the, at the end of the day on Friday night or whatever, and, and have a great weekend with their family. Cool. Hey, that's those, those are the people that you put in the roles to do the jobs in, at the gym. So you nailed one, programming. Mm -hmm. You nailed two, program, well, training, uh, sales. Absolutely. To get yep. done. Marketing. So, marketing. Like, though, not, not necessarily outsourcing those things, but controlling the, 
the the process of how those things get done, but you not doing those things. Correct. That's that's the whole ticket to this. I guess that's the key to get to the other side is control the process so it still has quality control, right? You can't just let everybody, eh, you do this, you do that, not with any direction because yeah. the place will fall apart. You know, you guide them and let them go. Well, we can, there's two things to that. One, I know that you have a belief when it comes to somebody else being able to take over the reins of certain tasks and responsibilities and things like that. I know this has gone back to hell, early episodes of the podcast. And I mean, you've, this is something that you taught me the second that we started working together was that when, you know, when, when there is a task that you're looking to offload or to put on somebody else or have somebody else take the reins on, if when they're able to do that job about 80% as effective as you, mm-hmm. that's the opportunity for them to take over those reins and then you coach them up and fill that gap. Yeah. Right. No, this is where it, leadership yeah. comes into place. And this, that's another thing that I think has to happen mm-hmm. in order to ascend is you have to develop as an individual to be able to lead a team, not just be the guy who knows the job really well. Right. You have to be able to coach and share that information, yep. be able yep. to. That, and that's a hard thing for a lot of people is, oh, I know this like the back of my hand. But how do I get that information out of me into a system or process, not only for somebody else to be able to follow, but how can I can I coach to that? Can I teach this? Yes. Do I know it well enough to teach somebody else? Yes. Um, <clears throat> and then the other half was. Um, oh, man. Decisions. Well, the decisions. That has to happen. You have to be able to instill trust in other people. Um, that's the hard. I think that's a big gap for well, where people are. A lot of gym owners want to have control over everything. Yeah, you know, you know business owners in general. So if you want the, all the control, well, you're going to find yourself having to make those decisions in the business, and therefore you're in the role of self-employed for the rest of your life. And I think the control is because ultimately you are in control left or right. Right. It's your business, your brand, your if you set up the processes, you employ the people like that is you. That's the control that you have. If you feel the need to control the result and the, you know, the exact outcome, like the process should give you a similar result each time. And you've developed a great process. But if you have to have your hand in it, doing it and delivering it, you're you're never going to get out of that step. Yeah. Now, one of the things that I just want to touch on that real quick, because a lot of gym owners don't understand where the time comes from or what roles and responsibilities they can pass to somebody else. And so I think that's where time audit can come into play. I think um, if you find yourself in this position and you're looking to, maybe it's not step out of the gym yet, but you know that you need more time in your day to maybe step in and work on the business more rather than in the business, do a time audit. Literally, you know, track every single thing that you do throughout, you know, a number of days throughout the week. A couple of days, give yourself kind of an average work day and figure out what are the specific tasks that you're doing. Um, when I do this with our clients, <clears throat> I had to really elaborate on what I meant because it's easy to say, oh, you know, I spend the next, you know, from, from 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. I'm on the training floor, then 8 a.m. till noon I'm in the office doing office work. Well, you got to define that. You have to be really clear on what office work is, right? Yeah, are you doing yeah. follow-ups with, with prospects? Are you reaching out to, you know, disgruntled clients? Are you... You know, whatever it may be, if you're not clear on the exact tasks that you're doing, there's no way that you can offload any of that. So be it hyper clear of where your time is spent. And then the next process that I have everybody go through is automate, delegate, and eliminate. First easiest is just eliminate. What what am I, you know, tasks or what, what am I doing throughout the day that I just don't need to be doing? You know, maybe it's scrolling 
Facebook or Instagram for 20 minutes every hour on the hour, you know, or whatever that fluff is, get rid of it. Right. Uh, delegate or, or automate and eliminate, excuse me, automate and then delegate come next. Um, automate, what can what of this can be put onto a system? Maybe keep, maybe automation, maybe it's, you know, nurtures mm-hmm. to, to um, lead bill, to- Bill pays. To book. Yeah, exactly. You know, automatic bill pays, or if this is the stuff that's taking your time and you can put it into a system to do the work for you, set it up once and that system repeats every time that has to happen, mm-hmm. guys, you've got time back instantly. That's a benefit of automation. True. And then delegation, right? What, of these, what, are, what are these roles and responsibilities that are on my plate right now that ultimately I, I should or I can or and I desire to hand off to a teammate? What are those cl- yeah. you know, clear objectives? Yeah. That's where you start. And then instantly you found that, hell, three hours, four hours of every day, I now got back. And then what do you do with that time? Exactly. And so you're, you're listening to this as a gym owner and you're like, oh my gosh, where do I find the time? This, is the, this would be the uh, exercise to yep. do. Well, I'm so busy during the day. Well, you're going to have to do this at night. You're going to have to go back and look at your, your day at night when you're at home after dinner and the kids are asleep. You get back on that damn computer and you grind it out. Right, right? now, yeah. And, and I want to go back to the grind or not grind thing. Sure. The, the, the fact that the word or, or grind into, you know, that, that's, that's kind of got a negative connotation, but it's also synonymous with hard work. I don't think any of this happens without hard work regardless. So call it what you will. You can't just watch Netflix at night when your business is struggling and you're trying to take a load off and kick your feet up. You can't just sit there. You got to get back on the computer, either do research, set up SOPs, do your time audit. And yeah, you may find yourself looking at the clock at 2.30 a.m. It happened to me all the time. I'm I'm up and like because that's when nobody's bothering me, so I'll get up and do the work then and then yeah, that's the sacrifice it takes in order to get to the business owner role. You can't just snap your fingers and, and, and manifest it. It yeah. just doesn't. I mean, it's great on paper, but you've got to do this work. So call it grinding, call it hustling, whatever it is. You're never going to get to the business owner role without doing some of that. Well, so. here's the fact: you're choosing your hard. You know, you know what you know. It's yeah. really hard being broke yeah like not being able to pay your bills like that's a hard that i really don't want to sit in that seat or, or. <laughs> yeah or <laughs> or work spend, hard. spend a little bit more time effort energy you know when everybody else goes to bed cool you got another hour two hours of work that you have to put in yep. and and that's a, that's the whole th- that's the entrepreneurial vision at, you know it's the whole i will do more than what everybody else is willing to do right now Yep. work harder right now and create for myself the ability to not have to do that for the rest of my life. And I mean, that was, I mean, hell, that was instilled in me at probably 18, 19 years sure. old, right? Put sure. the work in now, build the, you know, it's like investing in yourself, investing in your future, investing in the business, do all that stuff right now when you have the time, energy, yes. desire, and it'll pay you dividends for the rest of your life. There you go. There you go. So, Hopefully this episode helped you. We wanted to bring this up because this was the main topic that came out of that question that you asked in the group was like, I want, I, I want to do more with my time. And, and they maybe, maybe your gym's great. Maybe it, the gym business isn't for you. Yeah. We need to face reality sometimes. Like, Hey, if you're, if no matter what you do in the business, just isn't going to just never wins. Like maybe it's, maybe it's, maybe it is you and you just need to do something else. 
if you're close, if it's break even, maybe up a little, maybe down a little, and you, you know that you have more in this business, you know it could do more, and that's what most of it, most of us, most of you listening, know that you can do this, your, your training's the best in town. You just wish you had more people. Yeah. You just wish they wouldn't leave. All those things, if that's you, you need to get on a coaching call with us because that's, we, we take businesses from good to great. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we, we, we don't really work very well with somebody that's on their last penny and it's a Hail Mary. Yeah. We don't, we don't, we don't work well over there because we're the, the resources are limited. We can only do specific things. We, if we, we have a specific play that we run uh, for a business and it gets, you know, and you'll see on stage next year at the growth summit, all these awards were given out with massive record breaking years. Yeah. All these gems. Um, and, and when you're in that position, when you're, when you are that deep and you're backed against the, you know, in the corner and you've got nothing, you operate out of desperation. Yeah. You know, the only thing that's going to work in that situation, you, you got to stop looking for the next marketing with, you know, play because you can't afford to run it. You got to stop. You got to get your ass out there and you got to, it's boots on the ground. I mean, you have to do the old school work. You have to build relationships. You have to meet new people. You have to share what you do for a living and, you know, get, you have to do the manual labor to go and attract new members. That's yeah. the only way around it. And that level of work scares a lot of people. Oh, I don't want to do that. Well, that's okay. But if you want, if you tell me that you want this gym and you want the success of all of this, that's the work that you have to do. That is, I don't give a damn how well you you train and do all that. If you don't have anybody coming through your four, you know, the four walls of your business. What's the, what's that quote? Success doesn't happen a lot of times because it's disguised as hard work. Yeah. Something like yeah. that, yeah. Well, that's the that's the takeaway. You, yeah, you got to work hard. Yeah. It is what it is. So, so listen, guys. Hopefully, this helps you. Again, episode four hundred. We wanted to say thank you for for allowing us to do this every week, twice a week. Um, if you need help with anything, winninggym.com slash grow is the ticket for you. Um, and again, you guys, uh, love to hear from you. Join the Facebook group, Business Talk with Fitness Professionals. That's where we have a lot of the chatter about the topics, about what we just talked about and everything else. So that's it for this episode, guys. Until next time, keep changing lives. We'll see you on the next show. Bye. All right. And thank you for listening to that episode of the Built to Grow podcast, where we help gym owners win. Now, do you want to connect with me and other gym owners online? All you need to do is join our private Facebook group, Business Talk with Fitness Professionals. Just head on over to Facebook and type in Business Talk with Fitness Professionals. And when you do, we're going to give you our 10 marketing strategies seven-figure gym owners use to win. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Until then, keep building something great.